Adventure Before Dementia is proudly brought to you by station sponsors The Dirt, 26 Light Crescent, Mount Barker, for all your off-road camping needs. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Adventure Before Dementia. Woohoo! Here on 88.9 FM Hills Radio. Oh, hello. How are you going? I am very well. You're looking fantastic as usual. <laughs> Stop it. Keep going. Stop it. No, keep going. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Welcome to our wonderful show this morning where we're talking about sunshine, sand, and sea, and birds, and the beach. Fantastic. We're talking about our top ten favourite beaches around Australia, and I mean around Australia. So get a pen and paper ready, because we're about to landslide you with some rivers. That's it. And uh, look, it's hard not to think of summer on a day like today. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a bit grizzly up here in the Adelaide Hills, and they are going to have the pageant rain, hail or shine. So it's going to happen down here, Gawler Street. Um, yep, so bring in a your poncho. <laughs> In a couple of hours, but it will be heaps of fun. So, get a get a seat near the um, near the parade line for sure. But we're here talking about top ten favourite beaches around Australia uh, that we have been to, and we've put the photos already on our Facebook page. That's right. Now we're not talking about Maslins here. We are talking <laughs> about mostly remote beaches around Australia, ones that you have generally need a four wheel drive to get to. Um, generally. <laughs> But maybe you've got your own favourite and yeah. we'd love to see a photo of it on our Facebook page. That is Adventure Before Dementia 88.9. Yes, that is. And uh, check out our pictures on the on our Facebook page. There's some rippers there and we have done, uh, there's quite a few, some that are pretty iconic and some that you would have never have heard of. And a few of them you can drive on. And also some uh, you can camp on as well. That's it. Awesome stuff. And fish. And Do swim. other things, <laughs> yes. So because of that, we're going to start off with a ripper beach song today. It's very hard finding some beach songs. But this one everyone knows of. It is Martha and the Muffins and Echo Beach. Stay with us. You're listening to Mike and Anita here on 88.9 FM Hills Radio with Adventure Before Dementia until 9 o'clock this morning. So stay with us and get your bathers on. Let's go down the beach. Martha and the Muffins are echoing beaching this morning and it looks like Mike is too. You're going to do yourself an injury <laughs> dancing like that. Nothing wrong with a bit of dad dancing at uh, <laughs> just after 8 in the morning. <laughs> You're listening to Mike and Anita here on Adventure Before Dementia on Hills Radio 88.9 FM and we're talking about our... We are counting down. Well, we haven't really got them in an order because you can't pick a good one. Well, we've got number one here and followed by number two and number three. Yeah, but it's not like the and best. No, but we are counting down. That's right, OK. So let's start off. If you go to our Facebook page, you will see the main picture that we put on the top is, of course, Cape Legrand in WA. So what is it about this place that really uh, sparked your interest? I mean, every time I look at that photo, I just, you know, I'm just just taken away to another place. Oh, it was amazing. I, I just remember it was hot when we went there and walking up and down the beach, you got attacked by March flies. Of course. <laughs> but it depends when you go. 
the the beach was just so sparse and expansive, yep. and it was just amazing because in <clears throat> Western Australia, not like the other side of Australia, it's the water is turquoise, and mm, the sand so is beautiful. white and clear, and it was beautiful, wasn't it? Yep. <clears throat> and being a national park, uh, the beauty of national parks is, you know, they balance conservation with recreation. So you're not going to be overcrowded with people. They only no. allow a certain number of camping spots. Yep. And uh, so that's the beauty of it. I mean, you, you really are admiring nature in all its glory without, you know, 10 million others around you. And this one was good because she actually... It was first in, first serve, wasn't it? And there yep. was only like maybe a we dozen got, sites. Yep. And then a big car park, which some of the backpackers came up to and parked there sneakily, yep. which they weren't allowed to. But they had showers, only cold showers, but when yep. it was hot and you're coming out of the beach, that's a good thing. So there's two key campgrounds in this national park. One is called Cape Grant and the other is called Lucky Bay. That's right. Now, the Lucky Bay is big and open, a little bit like a car park, so therefore not very appealing. Well, to us. Whereas uh, Cape Grant, it's uh, the campsites are just tucked into the bush, so yep. you really are, you know, uh, bush camping. Yeah, I just guess. off the beach, wasn't it? Yep. So you can just wander down, walk over to the beach. Yep. And then there's this hill that you can walk up the top and get a good uh, bird's eye look out of yep. the whole Cape Legrand. And, of course, next to Cape Legrand is Cape Arid, which is just as beautiful and remote. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, we had to pick one of the two. That was really hard. So Cape Legrand. One of the other things about national parks is there's always nature walks and information boards. So it just really is all about relaxing and enjoying the natural environment. Yeah, and, yes. Uh, yeah, just the as you were saying before, the colour of the water there, it mm. just... Just, yeah, it's just amazing. And then, of course, there was that beach where there was the rocks and people were fishing off of and it was just like something off a postcard. And, again, it's just near Esperance, if you know Western Australia. It's just around the back of there. So you can't... You can take the back way there, which is the dirt road. If you take the main way, you have to go right around to get back in, don't you? Yeah, you've got to go in through, uh, as you say, Esperance, I think. Mm. Norseman, yep. Okay, what's another one? All right, well, what about uh, still keeping in WA? Let's uh, march our way round to uh, Shark Bay area Ooh. near Denham, now near that's Monkey just, Mine. That's just over the Tropic of Capricorn, isn't it? Yes, which of course means absolutely nothing. Well, it's way up there. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there's a beautiful little little beach there called Shell Beach. Oh. Now, why would they call this Shell Beach, I wonder? Uh, maybe because it's... Filled full of millions of shells. That's right. So we're not talking big uh, cut your foot open on big (laughs) shell kind of shell. We're talking about these tiny little... Tiny white shells. I think they're cockles. Yep, miniature Um, cockles. Yeah, there's a name for it. I can't remember. But uh, they're they're all white Yep. and they're all just covering the beach. There's no sand whatsoever. It's just all waves of sand... (laughs) <laughs> shells. That's it. And the, you can walk across it up to the water and it's quite amazing having to see these um, uh, the water actually crashing onto these little tiny shells. But they're so jam-packed that it... It's hard to imagine that a beach would be filled with these shells. I mean, you'd be thinking, oh, sure, there might just yeah. be a little patch there somewhere. Yeah. But no, that is from woe to go, <laughs> shells. <laughs> and it is just out of Monkey Mire. It's 45 kilometres southeast of Denham. 
but they this is a very rare beach. I believe there's only two or three in the world that right? are made up of actual shells. And you've got to do the old picture like we've put on Facebook where you pick up a handful and throw it because you still can't believe that that white expanse is shells. Would you like to know another fun fact? <laughs> okay. This is fun fact number one for the morning, <laughs> that uh, chicken farmers actually use the grit in these shells to make... Uh, they, they put it in with the chicken feed to make the shells harder. Oh, the egg shells. Yes. So they put shells in the feed to make shells harder. (laughs) That's that's not really shellfish, is it? No. (laughs) Oh, dear. But it is an awesome beach, and if you do go out to Monkey Mire to pat the dolphins, which uh, some people frown upon and we never got the chance because... They don't come in every day, that's the thing. They are are wild animals. Wild, yes. And if you go for the drive down to the end of Shark Bay as well, which Cape, whatever it is, yeah, it's it's uh, quite amazing to see the different colours of the sand down the point. Mm. But then, of course, you've got the Shell Beach, which is just yeah, it's amazing, amazing. Not next one, or shall we go to a bit of a break first? Let's have a let's have a word from Let, our sponsors. Let's put some more suntan lotion on, and we'll be back after these. Yeah, words from our sponsors. Why not? How do I do this again? Oh, that's right. Hello, there we go. <laughs> oh, stress, mate. That's an impressive camper trailer. Where'd you get that, mate? I bought it from the dirt off-road campers in Mount Barker. They specialise in Australian-made premium off-road campers, designed to get you there and back in comfort, and they're great to deal with too. Who are they, mate? The dirt off-road. Campers, that 26 Light Crescent Mount Barker. Now that I've given you the dirt, I suggest you get to the dirt yourself. The Dirt Off-Road Campers. Check out the dirt for wd.com.au. Hills Radio Sponsor. Tanner in the waves and walking on sunshine, which is not happening up here in the Adelaide Hills at all at the moment, but that doesn't matter because we're talking about our top 10 favourite beaches around Australia this morning. That's right. With Mike and Anita on Adventure Before Dementia, of course. Of course. Uh, next one on the list is Pretty Beach in Murramurang. It's actually in Murramurang National Park, isn't it? Yes, New South Wales. New South Wales. Yeah. Amazing national parks down the coast, down the east coast oh, of Australia. Yeah. New South Wales got some absolute crackers. Yes. And this is one of them and probably one of the reasons why this stands out uh, to us or and, and, and it is quite unique is that it is a national park that has powered sites. Yeah. That's one of the rare ones. Mm, that's it. Normally it's all bush camping, you know, bush loos and other things. This place has hot showers, flushing toilets and power. But you've got to get in quick and I think this one you've got to book online, isn't it? Yep. And the walk down to the beach is amazing. So it's about 206 kilometres southwest of Sydney and it does follow the coastline from Long Beach um, north to Merry Beach near Ulladulla. So, and it is surrounded by three state forests around yep. there, which are uh, Keola, <laughs> South Bruman, and Benandara. Yeah, and they sound like Aboriginal names, well, don't they, they? Probably are. And there's a lot of beaches along there, and lots of campsites. But this one was our favourite one, Pretty Beach, because it was actually pretty. Wow! Because the forest, it does actually. The forest comes down, stops. And then it's the beach. Yeah, so the forest almost runs into the sea, it's or it a, does. It's amazing. And if you check out the pictures on our 
Facebook site, you'll see exactly why it is pretty. Yes. So funnily enough, we are up to beach number three and it is photo number three on the <laughs> Facebook site. So it's very easy to navigate. Okay, let's shoot up to Queensland again. Oh no, this is the first time, isn't it? This is one of our favourites where we met a great bunch of people and had an awesome time. I think this is what made it even extra special. This was our Cape York trip back in 2011 and about 120 k south of the tip is a junction that takes you out to a beach camp called Virilia Point. Mm. Now you have to do you have to navigate one of those tricky log log uh, bridges and to get to the beach. For people that don't know, a log bridge is literally a log bridge. A couple <laughs> of logs across one end of the bank to the other and you've got a make sure someone's on the other end and you get your tyres right in the right tracks, yeah. isn't it? So God, they are, you know, it's not like it's made by uh, bendy branches or anything. They are generally straight logs, but... Uh, you With know, gaps. There are gaps from time to time. <laughs> so, yeah, really a point. Just a beautiful spot. The fact that you do have to encounter these obstacles on the way down means that you are... Um, limiting the caravan crowd, so you're not going to be overpopulated by people down there. It's not a, not necessarily a tourist hotspot, but no. it is still a popular spot. And it is shut during the wet season because it is very remote. And there has been rumours that they're going to shut it all together because of that log bridge, but it's not confirmed. We're still trying to find out more information about that. But it is between Cape York and Weeper. And it's, it's a hard spot to find, especially the turn-off, because it's a tiny little sign and the road's hidden. I think the locals don't want everyone going no, down there. No. Because it is such a good spot. So if you turn left or north, you go or south, actually, you go along this very long beach, which uh, is a Casarina beach. And what does that mean? I think it's the trees along there. Yeah. Anyway, there's lots of camp spots. You can camp wherever you want, really, along there. But most people go... Uh, north, which is up, and there's a little um, camp spot off the under, island under the trees, and everyone goes fishing along there. So, because yep. it's sort of like a tiny little island you yep. can get to, but there's heaps of free camping. Uh, there's a couple of uh, dump toilets, I think, too. Yep, and lots there's of a wreck fishing up there as well. And the other thing was, is we went oyster catching because there's oyster lots of little baby oysters growing on the rocks. So you can shuck them straight off the rocks. So that was entree. Shocks. Beautiful spot, great sunsets, and uh, pretty much uh, not many people there at all. Yeah. Hey, uh, while, while we're in Queensland, why don't we duck down to Cape Tribulation? Oh, yeah. Because that's another beautiful spot. And guess what? Another national park. Oh, it is. See, national parks are good good stuff. Yep. So that's 110 kilometres north of Cairns. Uh, uh, yep. Down and from also north of Port, Port, Port Douglas. Yes. Um, it's in the Daintree National Park and the Wet Tropics World Heritage. Mm. So it's all wet and jungly and rainforesty and midgy. Yeah. <laughs> Getting eaten by sand flies. But these beaches are the most picturesque ones because of the palm trees growing on the on the side. Yet those iconic shots there, mm-hmm. you know, postcard shots. But it is windy and it's not always sunshiny, and you can't always catch a fish either. And yep. sometimes the crocs do come down that far too, don't they? So, so you do have to be very careful. Mm, never turn your back on the beach at uh, up that ways in case, mm. uh, yeah, because the crocs can sense you um, moving. But that's, that, that's an awesome beach, another great beach there. Oh, and coconuts. Do you remember the ice cream there? 
Oh yeah! Wow. What do you What do you remember about the ice cream? Well, I remember the ice creams were there was flavours I've never had before. A couple of special places where you could go where they just had a massive list of ice creams mm. available from sort of tropical fruit. Yeah, and it was awesome. I think. There were, you know, dragon fruit ice cream, the apple, apple chocolate, apple custard ice mm-hmm. cream because that's a fruit. Yep. Yeah, just unusual flavours. Oh, gee, I can't remember, but that that was an experience. And also, because the coconuts fall there by themselves, you can pick them up. And sometimes, uh, some of the campsites have actually put a stake in the ground where you can open up your own coconut as long yep. as you do it safely and carefully. Yep. And uh, Feed yourself. <laughs> Help yourself. Open banquet of coconuts. Fantastic. Terrific. What about Whitehaven Beach, also in Queensland, part of the Whitsunday group? What yes. do you remember about that? Oh, well, you can only get there via a boat, of course. Yep. And, uh, well, a big cruise boat that you've got to pay lots of money for, unless, of course, you hire a boat. Anyway, or you've got your own boat. It's, uh, it's very remote. You can't camp on there or anything, but you can have a day trip on there. Yeah. Oh, I just remember the sand was so white, mm. and I think it is 90 or 80%. 98% pure silica. So it doesn't matter how hot it gets up there, the sand will always be cool. That's it. Now, that's a pretty cool fact. <laughs> that's a cool fun fact. Fun fact number two for this morning. <laughs> and, of course, the beach is... Um, light Western Australia, the amazing turquoise colours. Mm-hmm. And when the sun's out, oh, the light, the sun's just come out now. It it hits the water and it's it's just, again, a picture postcard. It's very popular for people who have hired those sort of large sailboats that go cruising mm-hmm. around the mm-hmm. Whitsundays as well. It's yeah. a great spot for them to drop anchor and, you know, just enjoy the beautiful surroundings. And it is a part of the uh, Great Barrier Reef, isn't it? Yep. Yes. So you get lots of tourists going out there too. That's it. But it is quite amazing and something you've got to go see. We might move on to... Actually, what about a few sponsor okay, announcements? Okay, we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with us though because we've still got a few beaches to talk about and then we're going to actually talk about um, driving on the beach and how, how you can do it in your four-wheel drive. Oh, now, if you think dad dancing is bad, you should see mum dancing. <laughs> <laughs> there was Maroon 5 with What Lovers Do. And you're listening to Mike and Anita here on Adventure Before Dementia on Hills Radio 88.9 FM until 9 o'clock this morning. And we're talking about sunshine, beach, sand. And all things good. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's not good out there at the moment. It's a bit yucky. No, but it uh, it can only get better. That's right. And good thing is, is that we're talking about our top ten favourite beaches around Australia. We've already knocked off a few. I'll just quickly go over them. Cape Le Grand in uh, Western Australia. Shell Beach at Western Australia. Pretty Beach at Murramurang, New South Wales. Vrilia Point up at Cape York, Queensland. Cape Tribulation in Queensland and Whitehaven Beach at the Whitsundays. Beautiful Whitsundays. Queensland. Wouldn't you love to be back there right now? Stretching out on a banana lounge. The sun, just feeling that lovely roasting warmth Uh, on your body. Yes. Pina colada (laughs) in your hand. Do they do that out there? No, they don't. (laughs) Take your uh, own. (laughs) 
But if you want to, some of the good beaches you're allowed to drive along um, if it's got authorised access and, yep. and stuff like that. So how do you drive on a sandy beach? That's it. Well, you generally, when you do this sort of thing, you have some sort of all-wheel drive or four-wheel drive and to maximise your traction on the sand, so to avoid the wheels digging in, you reduce the tyre pressures so your tyres can float over the sand. So uh-huh. if you are, and if you, are, if you like have to drive down the beach, like some of the Coorong campsites, you've got to drive along the beach to get to the campsite, then you need to reduce the tyre pressures of your trailer as well if you're taking one. Mm. So what you do to your car, you do to your trailer. Mm. Yes, and you've got to... Just take caution, and if you get stuck... And obviously put in four-wheel drive, lock in your hubs, do all the things that you need to do to uh, make it make it happen. You may need to carry some traction planks with you, such as Max Tracks and uh, similar uh, type of items. If you get stuck, you just uh, don't panic. That's it. Let out some more air in your tyres, because that's probably the main thing. Yep. Make sure you got it in four-wheel drive. We've recovered so many people that didn't have their car in four-wheel drive. Duh. Or, or have their tyres <laughs> still at 40 PSI. Dear. Because they can't be bothered to let them down. Oh, they forgot. Oh, I mean, Whatever. Lazy. <laughs> and then get out your trusty old Max Tracks, That's which it. are a great piece of recovery yep. item that you sh- everyone should have. Clear the passage in front of your tyres. Make it easy for them. Don't make it hard. Make sure you're not uh, so they're long planks sitting of, on the diff of uh, dimply plastic, but it's plasticky stuff. Special plastic yeah. and special dimples, which have been tested and measured throughout the world. Oh yeah, and they you Especially shove them under your tyres, and then of course you can just drive up slowly and off until That's you. It. You've got to avoid wheel spin, otherwise you rip off said. Nipply bits on the Mac tracks, <laughs> and then they're not any good. Yeah, we've done that a bit too. So, um, and of course, when you stop on a beach, you don't just stop. Hmm. You've got to come to a rolling stop. Yes, I mean if it's sure if it's firm hard sand, yep, you can come to a firm stop if you so wish to. But if it's uh, soft and fluffy, <laughs> then you've got to be very careful. And uh, another good technique is that you can go backwards and forwards, so you're sort of rolling out the sand mm. uh, to get a. a a good launch point yep. and then uh, gently give it some acceleration and progressively give it to it so you're getting some momentum as well. Yep. And when you are driving along, try and stay in other people's tracks. Yes. Just so you're not ripping up the whole beach because that's just silly. Well, <laughs> the water generally comes back in and washes it out. So, but Yeah, it, that's true. If you <laughs> wish to make it easy for yourself, yes, mm. follow the path of the person before you because they've already compressed the sand down. And so. the car will follow in that anyway, mm. which is quite a weird yeah. feeling. S- self-steering. <laughs> but it's good fun because you get to drive over dunes and things like that where you're allowed to and it's a great view again of the world that not everyone can get to see. So some of your top beaches to drive on in Australia would be? Well, of course, Robe. Robe. All the four-wheel drive clubs uh, head down there every long weekend, so uh, probably not the best time to go down there. Really, it was pretty good because it was so long. Drove all the way down the end there and up the top, really a point in in, uh, Queensland. What about um, Port Lincoln National Park? Yes. You can round the the dunes there. Yeah, near the Dune Buggy Club, you can actually drive along the whole sandy beach there. That was quite amazing. Um, The Simpson Desert, that's good sand to drive on. Yep. (laughs) Not too many beaches out there, though. (laughs) Uh, Zilch. (laughs) So there is is a few. Yes. 
Um, and maybe you've got a favourite of your own? And if you do want to try, there's even a little beach. Oh, well, there's Gorwa here in South mm-hmm. Australia as well. And then Oldinga Beach, I think you can drive on here still. Um, uh, if That's you a fairly, to, uh, both of those that, fairly unstimulating drives. Well, yeah, but if you want to learn or start off, that's a good way to start mm-hmm. off. Mm. Yep. All right, let's get back to talking about a few more beaches. And let's go to, what do you reckon? Oh, we were just talking about Robe, so let's go there. Okay, Robe. Let's go to Robe, South Australia. It's the Little Dip Conservation Park, so again, it's another reserve. What did you like about that place? Well, it's humongous and there's so many different drives and it is a few beaches joined together, isn't it? Or areas. Yeah, there's a... You can pretty much drive from, uh, is it Beachport down to South End and even a bit further, I think. That's There's another national yeah. park down there. Beachport Road. Um, and it is a protected area because it's uh, located in the limestone coast of South Australia. So, that's Lots of great wines down there as well. It's <laughs> for a... Interesting. It's five kilometres south of the township of Robe and there is four-wheel driving along the sand dunes as well. So you're not only on the beach, you're on the dunes mm, and oh, amongst the, quite spectacular. the bushes. And it's also a bit of scratchy-scratchy on the car. Yep. But that's Ends good. Up points. It is great views of the coastline and you can stop wherever you want as long as you're not on the track. Hey, fun fact number three. <laughs> if you go down to Robe after a long weekend, that means all the four-wheel drive clubs would have been down there and they would have punched through all these coastal tracks and cleared the track for you. So you're not <laughs> going to scratch your car as much. It is a good idea, yeah. Fun fact number three, <laughs> folks. That's a great spot and it's one of the uh, most well-known ones because a lot of people... Uh, Just an awesome four, spot. Four-wheel drive clubs and, yep. and people get to go there because it's great driving. The sand on the beach there at some times of the year is super soft. Um, mm. You get that real blustery wind that comes right off the ocean there and it can create sand drifts over the track, you know, mm. big dunes, if you like, of sand, which uh, if you don't tackle them appropriately, you can get um, stuck on. Mm. Yes, especially when they just open the park. Yep. And recovery from there is quite expensive. That is correct. <laughs> But so it is a great spot. And there is camping just, is it, uh, in the uh, caravan parks and yeah. uh, Beachport and things like that down there, yep. isn't it? South End you can camp too. There's a mm. nice little bush campsite there, which uh, minimal cost, basic facilities. Yes, excellent spot. Okay, next up, shall we say, stay in South Australia? Absolutely. And, of course, we spoke about this the other uh, morning. Last week, in fact. Coffin Bay in South Coffin Australia. Bay. And again, another national park. And yep. this, this one's a ripper because you enter that national park. As you drive in, there's a, a you got to park and pay entrance for the uh, national yep. park, of course. Of course. Uh, but there is the campsite there, which are for caravanners and camper trailers. Yangi Bay. But then you drive along further to yes. more remote areas and along the sand. That's it. It is probably one of our top spots in Australia. Uh, it's not just because we love South Australia. It's just because it, it, it is a magical oasis. It is remote. It's sandy. You need a four-wheel drive to get there. And that, by definition, excludes half of the population. <laughs> so you're not... I mean, it's still, it still is a popular spot. I mean, it's, it's protected beaches. The fishing is magical. Mm. Um, and you can get oysters fresh off the boat. Oh, yeah. Off the boat. <laughs> not 
from your supermarket where they've been in storage for X months amount of time. Oh. Fresh off the boat. So, no. yeah, beautiful no. spot to be. And that is the Coffin Bay National Park. And, again, if you want to see any of these pictures of some of the, uh, well, all of our top ten favourite beaches from around Australia, just go to our Adventure Before Dementia Facebook page, which is Adventure Before Dementia 88.9, and check out some of our pictures. And if you've been to a beach or camped, say the Coorong as well, that's another good one, uh, then why don't you send us some of your photos on uh, Facebook and Just uh, as a point on that, it's not really a fun fact, but uh, oh. number photo number nine from Facebook is a photograph of a place called Sensation Beach and uh, just named after a tuna boat that washed ashore there one time. Uh-huh. And uh, the shot up the beach there shows uh, goes up to the Almonte Dunes, which is a famous salmon hunting ground. So you don't run around there with a rifle or anything, but uh, you can get your beach rod and fish off the beach. And it's quite a spectacular spot. Again, Mm. you've got to drive through the dunes to get there. Yep. So you need a four-wheel drive. And that was worth it. Great view, amazing things that you never get to see. But uh, And why go overseas when Australia has it all? It's just, it's unbelievable. But look, we might go to another break and we'll be back after these words from our sponsors with our final two... Favourite beaches. Favourite beaches, yeah. Oh, stress, mate. That's an impressive camper trailer. Where'd you get that? Mate, I bought it from the dirt off-road campers in Mount Barker. They specialise in Australian-made premium off-road campers designed to get you there and back in comfort and they're great to deal with too. Who are they, mate? The dirt off-road campers. They're 26 bike crescent Mount Barker. Now that I've given you the dirt, I suggest you get to the dirt yourself. The dirt off-road campers. Check out the dirt for WD.com. There was a great little song there, Portugal the Man with Feel It Still. You're listening to Mike and Anita here on 88.9 FM, the Hills Radio, voice of the Adelaide Hills, of course, and we are Adventure Before Dementia until 9 o'clock. Today we are talking about our top beaches this morning and we've uh, rattled off a few this morning. But we are going to travel across to Western Australia now to a lovely spot and guess what? Guess what it is? It is a national park. <laughs> That's right. You got it there. It's called the Cape Range National Park. It's just south of Exmouth. Now, what's special about this spot to you? Oh, the whole place. The reef, the Ningaloo Reef. So you can go uh, snorkelling in the water and see the little fishies. Yep. Lots of little different fishes and Nemo's all just swimming around that you can uh, take underwater pictures now, things that the underwater cameras are so um, popular. And uh, I, I think the best thing about this place really is that you only have to walk into the water yeah. ankle deep and all these reef fish come, yeah. come towards you and uh, try and scavenge uh, food that your feet have dusted up from the sand. Mm. So it's, you get to see fish you, very close to yeah, shore. Yeah, you don't feel them. You wouldn't know they were there unless you got the camera down there and you can see these fish. I think, aren't they GTs? There's golden trevallies or something. Lots and lots of different fish. Our, our fisherman would know the the actual term. But we this, got a photo of that. E, not the fish, but we've got the Cape Range at sunset, of course, with people kayaking along the water. 
Uh, and this is, it's mostly, they boast about the spectacular rocky gorges which are there because they're carved by ancient rivers that adjoin one of the most pristine and beautiful coastlines in the world. And it is. And to get a camp spot in there, there's quite a few large camp areas, but you've got a book online. Got a book online. Like many national parks these days, it's uh, designed for to minimise uh, administration rather than common sense. <laughs> yeah. You know, who can you just can't beat the old uh, pay as you go registration stations. No, no, and luckily Coffin Bay still like that. But this place, Cape Range, Ningaloo Reef, Western Australia, uh, there's not just one or two campsites. There's actually fourteen sites that dot along the coastline and each site have their own beach. Uh, but you just have to uh, book and be totally self-sufficient. How was that beach there where <laughs> you uh, you get your snorkelling gear, you snorkel off the shore and the tide naturally takes you around to the next beach? Oh, so yes. instead of fighting against the current, you can just sort of float to the next beach in the right conditions, I must say. <laughs> in other words, Mike got... Taken away no. by the current. <laughs> in the right condition, it, yeah. it takes you around to the next bay. In the wrong conditions, you're lost out to sea with a container ship. So <laughs> you do have to check with the rangers before you before you float. Yep. And our last beach, of course, is dun dun dun. Oh, it's got to be Cable Beach, I guess. Cable Beach in Broome, Western Australia. It's a two-kilometre stretch of beach right near Broome. Well, it's actually right next to Broome, Western Australia. And it's one of the most famous beaches in Australia to be photographed or visit because you can ride the camels at yep. sunset. The tide goes a long way out there. And you get to see the ladder, when it, the ladder effect from the water to the, the moon or sun. And my chair is squeaking really badly. Uh, and also you can even have a dining experience on the beach. That's it. We saw people dining out there with their, uh, having a four... four? three-course meal. Yep, you can drive on the beach. We also checked out a wedding on the beach there as well. So you can, uh, yeah, have a picnic dinner. So you can't actually swim in or on Cable Beach. If you do, you're an idiot. An idiot. um, Because of the crocs, sharks and the box jellyfish. Uh, So, yeah, all good stuff. So quick rundown of our top ten are... Okay, well, we started off with Cape Le Grand National Park, just near Esperance, Shell Bay, Shark Bay in Western Australia, also um, Pretty Beach in Murramurring, most of these are national parks, Farelia Point, Cape York, Cape Tribulation, uh, Queensland, Robe, Little Dip Conservation Park in South Australia, Whitehaven Beach in the Whitsundays, Cape Range National Park in the Ningaloo Reef. We talked about that just before. Coffin Bay in South Australia, Coffin Bay National Park. And we're finished off with Cable Beach in Broome, WA. And if you have a favourite beach that you like to visit, whether it be for driving, fishing or just relaxing, why not put it on our Facebook page, Adventure Before Dementia 88.9 and... uh, Yeah, check out our other shots of those great beaches that Mike just spoke about. Fun fact number four. (laughs) Have you been following our epic Cape York adventure in the Weekend Herald? Have you? Yes. Yes, that's right. So look out for that. It is a four-part series. Uh, We go up the East Coast and then back the West Coast. Um, Quite an awesome trip. We're up to part two this 
Thursday. It's a fortnightly column, uh, off-road travel fortnightly column in the Weekend Herald, so keep an eye out for that. And we will see you next week.